and welcome to my Xbox in me, episode 393. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Too Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? You didn't psych me out this time. There's no Matt P. I know. No, no nobody Matt. for you to try and throw me off. I know, exactly. It's just Would have thought no Matt P, you know? Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it, eh? No, but yeah. do you know what's mad? Yeah. Yeah. We literally spoke on the podcast last week. We recorded on Sundays. By the way, off the top, I'm really sorry to the YouTube audience for the last two weeks. It's been a shit show. It's been a shit show. Absolute shit show. That's on me. I apologize. Anyway, back to this week. It will be there this week, I promise. We literally spoke before the podcast and how we don't like doing podcasts on Sundays. Yep. Literally, we all agreed. Yep. Matt this week. Yeah, only day I could do is Sunday this week. It's the only day he could do. What is it? What is it? I don't believe him. I don't believe him. He's like a... Uh, do you know what? I don't even know why. He's not even here. Why am I going to diss him? Why am I going to diss him? He's not even here. And it's like... I was going to diss him and I was like, there's no need for that thing. There's Save no it when he's here. Exactly. At least just diss the man when he's here. Because when he's not yeah, here, exactly. there's no need. There's no need. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't know, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast right here on youtube.com slash my xbox and me and all podcast services uh, you can have to, oh, you could head over to words uh, i slipped wow. I, I tripped over myself there you can head over to uh patreon.com slash mc fixer uh to support the show financially or when we're live we now have members and we have a don't a sub a super chat thing honestly i don't know how youtube works but if you want to support the show financially there are many many ways um Crush. Fix. Patreon producers this week. Shout out to Aaron Guard and FNH Paul for keeping the lights on and keeping this show on the road for many years now. It's been a long time supporting this show and we do appreciate them. We really, really do. Topic of the show this week, Crush. It's kind of a sad one. I'll be honest. For me, it's a sad one. So to give a little backstory before I get into it, I've been in this industry now for nearly a decade. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Literally a decade crash. I have been in this industry almost. About probably eight, nine years. Like I've been well, so I've definitely been on Twitch nine plus years. But yeah. I weren't really doing Twitch at the start there, you know. Like so I, I kind of say about eight years, eight eight and a half years. So almost a decade. I've never been able to go to E3. I've never been in a, a financial position to send myself to E3. And uh obviously I haven't had the uh the uh, the brands come to me saying they want to send me to E3 to go do some work yet that's never happened for me not yet not yet um, and to be honest with you it probably will never happen uh, because Xbox Nintendo and Sony won't be a part of E3 2023 uh this was one this one comes from ign uh ea's first physical event in four years was supposed to be a triumphant return for the trade show an opportunity uh, to recapture some of the most exciting parts of the conventions which historically have been major showcase events for the games industry however it appears that e3 2023 uh in la at the convention center uh in june will be missing the big three xbox nintendo and sony IGN have heard from multiple sources saying that none of them will be on the show floor this year. We got a question coming from a wild Jarmian and it says, 
with all we all kind of saw it coming, but with the big three not even being on the show floor for E3, do we see this as a death blow? Do you guys see the big three doing something smaller during the week or having their own event? I could see each, especially Xbox, putting their uh, floor demos. Uh, on the storefronts for a week to have people play them it also shows that these three don't really have confidence in the new e3 manager e event manager in my opinion so a little bit more news has come out since then um or rumors we we, we can't confirm anything um yeah i know nintendo from from what i've read uh nintendo are not there because they have nothing to show ultimately yeah they've come out and said like second half of the year after, for us we've got after nothing. zelda <laughs> we've got we've got nothing like why would we why would we be at this show um and then playstation playstation have been skipping out on e3 for a while now yeah um and so has xbox in a way i was um, gonna say like i'm under the assumption and i don't think any con like contradictory informations come out xbox is probably gonna do the same thing they do every year they're, they haven't been a part of E3 for the last couple of years. Yes. Like, in any official capacity, they haven't been on the show floor or anything mm -hmm. like that. They own the, what is it, the window center or whatever across the street or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it used to be the Nokia Arena, didn't it? And now it's the Microsoft. Yeah, it's the Microsoft Center Microsoft or Microsoft Center. Center. Something like that, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my assumption is that they'll do the same exact thing. I don't think anything's really changing for them. Um, I don't. I think the only the only thing that's not there that hasn't been there that's been there the last few years is the Nintendo thing. Sony's yeah. like walked away from E3 pretty pretty strongly. I don't think Sony, even if Nintendo was here, is ever going back to E3. They've had a lot of success with their own stuff, um, and Microsoft as well. I think it would be kind of a dumb move on Microsoft's part to go back to E3 at this point. I don't think they need E3 in that capacity because they still, uh, they still hit that E3 time space. They have their own show floor. They can sort of dictate how everything goes and how they want to do things. Look, realistically, I think I, I was very lucky enough to go to Xbox Fan Fest back in 2019, I believe it was. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah, um, sounds as a fan, I wasn't sent as a journalist or anything like that. I went as a fan, um, and it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. Like that to me was was what Xbox. If Xbox decide to get back into live events, that's what they should do. We saw the one that was in Mexico as well, and those fans yeah. were crazy. So they did one in Mexico, did one in London, England, and then they did one in America as well. If I'm not mistaken, they were supposed. To oh, the one in America got cancelled, didn't they? Yeah, I think COVID. it was supposed to be New York as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds right. You're right. Hopefully they bring that back because. Yeah. That that to me was was fun. E three, OMLE E three was it's it's never gonna be what it was. Like I already said that anyway. From a, I definitely come at it from a snooty point of view. By the way, I just want to make that very clear because E three used to be just journalists. Yeah. So you would you would rub shoulders with the right people. You were meeting PR people. It weren't really a place for meet and greets with Greg Miller and Tim Gettys and insert content creator here. That wasn't what it was for. It Don't get me wrong. Yeah. People are asking for photos. Of course, everyone asks for photos everywhere. But it was a place for journalists to go and cover video games. And that's what the magic was for me. With it being a pub, when it went to a public trade show, I was like, eh, I'm not really with you. Eh, you know? Yeah. Eh. yeah. And then this, I mean, this is this does this shouldn't surprise anybody. 
because I, I ultimately I do agree with you, Crash. Xbox is still going to have some sort of showcase if they get Activision as well. Xbox do not need, do not need E3 or any other trade show ever. Yeah, yeah. they're Microsoft. You know, <laughs> like they don't need it. And it doesn't make sense, especially like if E3 is like a deteriorating brand for Xbox to have like a really good like their own conference and be like, oh yeah, Xbox was the best thing at E3, but like, but it's E3. Would that generally be the conversation around this? Mm -hmm. Like they can do their own thing. They don't have to have. They're off doing their own thing. They don't have to have as big of a showing, and they can sort of spread content out more throughout the year. Yep. Which I think is part of the reason they're starting to do developer directs. Is like we don't need to aim to have this big chunk of content drop at once. We can sort of strategically plan what we're dropping and when we're dropping it. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, is it sad to see though? Yes, because it, it just E three is a juggernaut. It hasn't been the same for many years though. The, I'd probably say the last five years. Five years probably has been when probably like the year before or the year that year Sony dropped out was that before or after before I think okay yeah I think yeah I I agree with you the year that Sony wasn't there was like the 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 start of the decline Mm -hmm. and even if it wasn't like the start of it it was like the definitive point where it's like okay E3 is officially like starting to decline at this point these, these games companies have woken up, you know? Like, don't get me wrong, from a fan point of view, it used to be the best. Like, yeah. I, I hate to sound like the old guy now, but um, doing that doing that weekend, like, as much as it used to be stressful, but there was, like, four days of just wake up, react, 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 literally go and watch a bunch of IGN videos, react, 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 react. It used to be nuts. It was so much fun. It but, was... It was stupid. It was as well. gamers Christmas. Yeah, you know, exactly. it, it really was because it was constantly like, you'd get the shows, they would have your conferences, and then like you said, like you'd have IGN doing like all day interviews, so you'd mm-hmm. get deeper delvings into the games you want. You'd get new gameplay from be IGN or GameSpot or whatever. Yeah, other like companies there doing stuff, and it was just such a dope moment as a fantasy. But like now, we can get that whenever, and it shows like this never really end up being that same thing anymore. So I'd rather, like, at this point, is like E3 should become a PAX or something like that, or just go away. Which it pro- no, it's going to become a PAX. It's, that's pretty much where it's going to be. Yeah. And look, more power to you. Well, good yeah. luck. Put it this way. I won't be wasting my money this year. Maybe I might, though. Maybe, maybe but, you say that. Maybe I might. If, if Xbox announced they're doing something next door, yeah. and then I hit up you, and you're like, yo, and then Matt says, oh, I'm going for work. And then a bunch of the community goes, oh, I'm yeah, going. Yeah. Maybe then I would go. But for me, not for me E3. only, I'm not going for E3. I'm going for yeah, everything else. It's all, so. the, all the other stuff, yeah. Which is why a lot of people choose to go to like packages and stuff like Absolutely. that as well. As you go for the people you know going there. You, of course, you'll go to see a couple of games. And some people, who, some companies who say like, oh, we're going to be there. But realistically, you go to hang out with your friends and all the other people you're going with. Absolutely. A hundred percent. All right. This uh, podcast reviews crash. Have you got any new ones? Uh, Let me check. I, I haven't. Last one so. is from Little Smitty in 2022. All I'm saying, people, is we're two months into 2023. And the fact that we don't have a podcast review tells me two things. One, you haven't kicked your nan down the stairs and took her phone. True. Disrespectful. 
She's got a nice phone. She's got a nice phone. Kick her if down the stairs it, and take her insurance iPhone. Insurance for her getting kicked down the stairs will we'll cover her. An iPhone. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and number two, you hate us and this podcast sucks and we should just end it here, Chris. We're not making it to 400. Imagine the surprise at 400 is that. 399 is the last episode. <laughs> and we don't even announce it, but no episodes come after that. Just like, at first, people are be like, oh, wow, it's a really big 400. They're closing it really <laughs> close to the end of the week. Either that or Matt can only do Sunday. We don't know which one it is. <laughs> one way or the other, Matt. One way or yeah. the other. Um, what's been in your box this week, Chris? What have you been playing? Um, more Hi Fi Rush. I need to talk about The it, more. Chris. The more I play this game, the better it is. Crash. The better it is. You've played so, it fixed. I have. I am about, I don't know, two and a half hours? Two and a half hours in? Okay. Uh, I looked it up. It wasn't six hours long. It's about 12 hours long. 12 to 10 hours long, um, which is cool. I had, So I did the opening boss, which that whole opening hour is very tutorial-y. It's very yeah. hand-holdy. It's very learn how to play this game. Um, and then you have that boss at the end. So I beat that boss and I was like, all right, cool. I've got the hangout area. And I'm like, okay, do I like this? And yes, I do. I really like it. It's a fucking good game, can, isn't it? Can you see why I was like kind of hesitant to say like it would be your type of game? Yeah, I could have like, went one the other. Exactly. It is yeah. a very like, it's a different, like the way they do rhythm in that game and the moves not being super responsive. It's like, yeah. You're either going to fall in love with it or it's going to be like, it just does not no, click for me. I, I think and when I was playing at first, I had that little bit of worried when I first started the gameplay. So I was like, oh, I don't know how fixed I'll feel about this. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it last week, which aside from a Guitar Hero and a Rocksmith and things like that, I think it might be the best music-based rhythm game, or just rhythm game in general, um, rhythm game I've ever played. I've, I generally believe that. Um it's the closest thing we'll ever get to a uh, spiritual successor to Sunset Overdrive as well. Not in the not in the same ways, obviously. It's a very, very, yeah. very different game. But it's art style, the movement. Um, not as good as Sunset, but just... It's a fun, yeah. fun game. Very, very yeah. fun game. Um, I, yeah, sorry. I, I will say the game does give me a lot of Insomniac vibes when I'm playing it. In, in particular, some, like a lot, of, a lot of some... Ratchet and Clank. Oh oh yeah they made sunset overdrive as well it it gives me like some of those vibes not obviously not a one-to-one because they're not the same type of game at the end of the day Mm. but when i'm playing that i find myself enjoying it in a lot of the same ways that i do those games where it's like i'm playing this game and it's just a fun time to be in this world and doing these combos and interacting with these different enemy types yeah i think it's a great start from whoever whatever team worked on this at tango i think it's a fantastic start i think it was a fantastic uh, I haven't been yet. I will be being it 100%. Um, the concept of what they have there is really fun. The stories, I actually enjoy the story a little bit more than what I think both you and Matt do. Um, there are cutscenes. There is a narrative. The writing is okay. It's not like crazy or nothing yeah. like that, but it's, it's enough It's enough to get me from point A to point it, B. It is like you're playing a Saturday morning yeah. cartoon. Yes. Like for me, like if, if I had a cousin over and I was like, what game can they play? It's like, oh, I'll let them play this. Because you also don't need to be great at the rhythm-based stuff to do well in that game, which I think is one of the biggest takeaways for this game, where it's like, that is, it would live or die on that. I think if you were to get punished for being bad at the rhythm stuff, Mm -hmm. I think that's where you start looking at it and like, is it that great of a rhythm game? I think for people who are good at rhythm games, they'd be like, yeah, it's an amazing game. But for somebody like me who I'm like, 
I'll get by on like a C on hitting the notes correctly. I'll get about yep. like 50% or something like that, but I'm still doing great. I'm getting A's and S's in all the other categories, you know? Yeah. Which still, I still get that satisfying feeling for playing the game. I don't even pay attention to it. The grading <laughs> system, the, the, all that stuff. I could, that, that stuff to me, that isn't for me. Like that is there. Yeah. It's cool. I see it happening, but I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. Um, it's the I've just unlocked the second character that you use and yeah it's like oh, okay cool I'm interested to see where this goes like I really am um I love the I love the format which is it is very much go out do your mission come back home base go out do yeah. your mission come back and that to me it breaks up the game perfectly for the way I like to enjoy video games as we spoke about yeah. before very similar uh, akin to high on life um which was very much go into this world beat this boss this game is exactly the same um which is cool go ahead no i was gonna I, I was gonna say i don't know i haven't got there yet but i assume there's a little bit of replayability on the levels um yeah so i i'm not too sure yet because I, I i think i did like the first three levels or something like that um there does seem to be like locked rooms and areas music right through, so i yeah. do i'm i'm 100 on board with you that i think there's probably replayability there yeah I like I like the way the upgrade system works. I like the way I've just unlocked the yep. the, the late the last piece of um, getting the compute like the chips that uh, she designs and yeah man yep. I think anybody who doesn't have this uh, hasn't played this game I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you're an Xbox fan. Um, it's a very very good game for Xbox to have in their repertoire because um, yep. it's something that nobody hey. else has to be honest with you. Yeah, I also think that this is probably one of the best things xbox has come out with in a while even like conceptually because it's very different from all stuff that all the other studios are even potentially yeah. offering even when you're looking at like the initiatives game and stuff like this this is a very unique experience this sort of reaches out of the zeitgeist of what hard quote-unquote hardcore gamers expect right the god yeah. of wars the last of us the gears of wars and halos this really like sticks out when you see it so i think it's really really dope like you I said think that xbox does have this I think the other thing that you hit on, which was quite um, interesting, is it's a kids' game. Ultimately, yep. like it's a fun, enjoyable experience for me as an adult. Don't get me wrong, but it's a game that oh, mom, I want to play this game. What is it? I don't know. It's some game that just came out on Game Pass. What's Game Pass? Oh, can I buy it? Yeah, sure. Oh, look, another experience that all ages can can experience. That's huge. I'm, I'm saying this right now. If a second game comes out and it is as well received as this game, I would not be surprised if you get a Netflix TV show similar yeah. to Cuphead for this well, game. I don't know if it, I, again, I don't know how well it's doing. Mm. Like, I'm not, I'm not on Twitter like that anymore. To, like, I'm not yeah. really on, on it like that. I used to be very on Twitter. I could tell if something was bubbling. I don't know if it's going to make it to that level. I also don't want a sequel. From what, unless it ends, maybe it ends in a certain way, and maybe yeah. I do want a sequel. But I've seen what Tango can do now with a game like this. I'd love to see what they could do on a bigger budget, but not in a sequel sense. Like you just said, I think you said uh, very akin to, like you said, a Ratchet and Clank. I want to see now. All right, this was a cool proof of concept of we can make an action-based rhythm game. Yeah. Now, what can we do in an open world action base? What can what can we do yeah. with a big budget? I think you're gonna get. I uh, I get what you're saying, and to a degree, I to like 
partly I agree, but the problem is you said a word, a phrase that I think takes away from some of the charm of this game, and that's bigger budget. Yeah. It's not that no, I making agree. a bigger budget makes the game worse. It's that you're just going to have a bigger game then yeah. as well. And I think that sort of takes away from some of the ease of this game. Of like, you're getting in, you know what you're playing. When you throw in an open world, it's like, okay, well now how many other side objectives are there going to be that you don't really need to do or that you don't really need to do? I think really Lack of Ratchet and Clank, though. That's literally the perfect, perfect... Like, I enjoyed Ratchet so and Clank's open world. It's semi-open. Semi-open It's not like... I'm, I'm yeah, not talking it's like, about fucking The Witcher. Got it, okay. I'm talking like... So maybe Here, open world is the right. factory and this factory or whatever the section, the building exactly. or whatever is open world. It's own level. Maybe Got it's it. not okay. open world. Maybe that's not. Uh, it's not considered open world. Like a, you know what I mean? Like I hate even hate them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanna. I wanna see again. This game to me, if it if it carries on throughout its quality of what I've played so far, it's probably gonna sit at like an eight nine maybe. That's kind of yeah. where it feels like it's at for me for the experience that I'm having at this moment in time. Um, and yeah, I just, I wonder what could happen on a grander scale now that we've seen proof of concept yeah. for something like this. So um, yeah, really enjoying it. Um, Xbox fans should be excited. This is a great, great start to the year for Xbox with a game of this yeah. quality, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, going from this into even next month you have then Atomic Heart. Like, I think this is mm-hmm. going to be a good, a really good opening for the year for yeah. Xbox. Um, next up, we've both been playing the same, the same game. We've both been playing Dead Space, the remake. Yeah. Um, a game that I played, so I played Dead Space 1, one time on, I used to do a series called Critically Acclaimed, Critically Acclaimed Games, where I'd go back and play games that were very much spoken about um so i played skyrim for a couple of hours and i played dead space was one of them as well um it never clicked the way it it was very cool and i was like man back then i would have loved this but there was something about it that just didn't click for me all the way which is the total opposite to what this is this is amazing i really love this like it's it, it has scared me multiple times where things are just coming out of nowhere and it's so good Bro, the atmosphere in this game, amazing. I think it might be my favorite atmosphere in any horror type game. Even going to Resident Evil 2 remake, I think it's better than Resident Evil 2 remake. Mm. You're making sure. a face. Sure, sure, if you say so. You don't dis- you disagree with that? Yeah, no. Re- Resident Evil 2, but again, nostalgia beats everything, right? So you're never, okay. you're never gonna get me to yeah. Resident Evil yeah, Two remakes. My favorite game of all time, I think. Nah, so um, that's fair. And yeah, nostalgia is so real. Which so oh. from from other people, if someone, if you was, I don't, I don't know your history with Dead Space, but if somebody else was to have said that, I would have been like, and they were like a huge Dead Space fan, I'd be like, I'll allow it, I'll allow it because the nostalgia. But you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's fantastic. Here's what I will say. Not a huge Dead Space guy. Not a huge Resident Evil guy. True. <laughs> played True. Resident Evil 2 remake. Played Dead Space remake. Yeah. No, so but you're, I'm but you've kind been, of you like enjoyed Resident Evil clean. 2 though, remake. I loved Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. So and it's not like I'm going into this and it's like this clearly beats it out of the water. Yeah. But I do think for me the atmosphere, a lot of it is the audio design. The audio design oh, in this game is mad. fantastic. Yep. And it's also lighting. The lighting in this game is so so great well, you're in a dark room sometimes and all you got is your spine and the spine like the color and if it's like on orange or red it just adds that atmosphere in a way that the ui is just so brilliant in this game well that's literally what i was gonna say it's like 
I think what I will give it is it's the in in color it's the darkest game I think I've played, which has also made it the most fun in yeah. the way how dark it is. I'm talking about I'm checking corners with literally like you said that little that little light and you're like, please please don't yeah. be there please don't be oh. there like. I want to talk about a room because there's one room that you get to and I. It's early on. Both of it. us are only in chapter two, so like okay, we're, okay. I'm just gonna say it. early, you know the yeah. room that you go into and then you have to pick uh what where you're putting the power to yeah and you yeah. have to turn the lights off in the room uh-huh uh-huh when i got there uh-huh. and you're walking you hear people start walking towards you <laughs> and you hear audio from both ways and you can't see them constantly yeah. until they get closer to you that part was fantastic dude. yeah it well, was literally you, go ahead you have that moment where i'm like i want to lights back up but i, I can't i need to ah, yeah God, well, it. <laughs> when i got there what i did at first was i left the, the lights in the room on because i'm like oh i'm closing the door it doesn't matter i don't need the door right mm-hmm. now and then i tried going and it's like oh no, I need to turn the lights yep. off. And it was just like this, oh shit moment. Yeah. And as soon as you do that, you start walking out and you just start hearing people coming. It's such a fantastic portion. And they do that quite a bit throughout, I feel like, all of the game that I've played so far. It's like they give you these little moments to let you know like, hey, something is about to go down yeah. and it doesn't happen immediately. And the audio is so good where you'll hear it for a while and then nothing. So then when it does happen, it's just like, even though you know it's coming, it's still a surprise in a very, very creative way. Yeah, there was also a moment where like there was some dead bodies on the floor that I was like, oh, you're obviously going to come alive. Let me stomp you out so you don't come alive. Cool. Stomped them out. No problem. Go do with the thing. Come back. I'm like, oh, I've cleared this area now. Yes. I'm absolutely fine. Did I hear something behind me? Yeah. you're like, ah, God. And you start screaming. I'm like, yeah, it was, it's been a, it's been a refreshing, it's been a refreshing um way to play a game especially i haven't played what was there was another survivor horror game that came out that i didn't get to in the end there was a third person one i can't remember where it was um i think it came out last year uh might have been oh uh yeah it might have been it might have been yeah it was it was yeah the guy who who originally did dead space Space. you're right it was i didn't get to that one in the end um just because i heard such mixing things so coming into this fresh in the new year and i'm like yeah this is really really good like this is really good like I'm, i'm looking forward to beating this entire game um yeah i'm about i'm about two and a half hours in interesting story again most you know i'm not a space guy um we don't really need to be a space guy to be into this at all, to be honest with you, from what I've experienced so far. Um, yeah. I've read the important notes, but not the other ones. So I've got a little bit more backstory on the character I'm playing about his parents and some yeah. other things I've, like that. So, yeah. I've read absolutely nothing. Yeah, no. There, I got there, text pages. I pressed B right away. Yeah, no, there are. Escape, there is a couple that are interesting and it gives you a little bit more context to what's going on in the yeah. world. Um but the ones that are like emails from cert- email from Jane to to Terry, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't care. Like I'm I'm not interested in that. But when I see like a big one, I'm like, okay, what is this about? And it gave me a little bit more context on the character mm-hmm. and a few other things, which has been a uh, been real interesting. Very very good game. Very very good game. Yeah. The only problem I think I have with it, and it's not that I have a problem with it. It's not the game itself actually. Is uh, what I worry about. I guess is um. A game like this, Dead Space Remake, comes out. Obviously, it has a core audience who are going to buy it. They're going to love it. Boom, boom, boom. Then you have EA Play. And you have people who know for a fact they can wait on this game because eventually it is going to come into Mm. EA Play. 
How do you think that's going to affect EA when it comes to the sales on this game? Are they going to look at it and it underperforms, let's say, and they go, oh, and this is why we don't do these games anymore? Like, where where do they find that balance? I think they've probably already found the balance, to be honest. Because okay. I think if EA Play was a problem like that, that we wouldn't see something like the last Star Wars game end up on EA Play True. or something along those lines. That Star Wars, though, such a big idea. Still, I mean... I, I you view it kind of similar to Game Pass, right? Does Game Pass stop games from selling? No. But EA have just such a different relationship than Xbox do with their audience. Sure, but do you know people who have EA Play constantly? Do you know everybody? I not anymore. Not everybody no. has EA Play. That's exactly. True. So I, I do think there is. I, I get your concern, and I think it's a very valid concern. But people also raise that same exact concern for Game Pass. Yeah. And you're more assured with Game Pass, but I think. I don't think EA's really made a mess of things as of late, right? They haven't done a big, like, bad move where I'm willing to give EA the benefit of that, the doubt for something like that. Not to say I'm going to give EA benefit of doubt with everything, yeah. but for something like that, I'm sure, like, they're, they're very they're a very money-focused company, as we know, with the microtransactions they've done in the past and stuff like that. I'm sure they got the financial side of this situated even if they are taking this at all as a loss this could be something where like okay we're gonna take a loss for this but this is generally a bump for our company as a whole regardless yeah. hmm. fair enough fair enough um if the if the quality of dead space carries on throughout to the end which it, i assume it will um would you like to see a dead space 2 remake yeah oh absolutely yeah they've already um i don't know if I don't know if you follow the studio on Twitter, but I think they've tweeted out something to the effects or there's been articles going out. I know I've seen it on Twitter that they already have some plans for what they'd like to do with Dead Space 2. Mm -hmm. So I would be shocked if the way this is being received, unless, like you said, sales aren't right and EA is looking at it like, hey, we haven't made enough money off this. I'd be surprised if Dead Space 2 at least doesn't get remaked. About Dead Space 3, a lot of people have been wanting redo, similar to like how you've been with... Uh, Resident Evil in the past, so fuck with that with Dead Space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see where that goes, but I'd be shocked if we don't get a Dead Space 2 remake at some point. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and then the last game I've been playing, uh, I, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 roleplay. So I, I haven't got too much to say about it. I just want to say Red Dead Redemption. Uh, what a damn game. Just the little stuff that I have been doing too. Why are you putting faces? Like, why? Why you playing face? Oh, game's old, I know. But when it has mods in it, it's different, all right? <laughs> do, do the mods stop your horse from running into a tree? I haven't had a horse run into a tree. I got kicked in the face twice. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't good. Well, it wasn't good. Maybe they fixed the biggest problem with the game. Dude, honestly, playing this, I was just like, I can't wait for GTA 6. I cannot wait for GTA 6. Like, f forget the roleplay stuff aside, just GTA 6 the as game. a whole. Because playing Red Dead, I'm sitting there. Obviously, um, my character's got nothing. He's currently digging in the ground. And I'm walking through this mud. And it's leaving a trail of all the steps. And then I've gone fishing. And I've cast a lion. And the wind has blown the lion along. And I'm just like, bro, this game's five years old. And you got to remember, I've been, I've been on GTA uh, uh, 5. So, ultimately... It isn't the the most mechanically uh, sound game anymore. It's like a ten year old game, something like that, right? Um, GTA Five. Yeah, is it just ten years. I mean, uh, is it longer than that? Damn, I'm old. I'm old, Crash. I'm old. Um, 
But ultimately, I'm just it just got me really excited for GTA 6. It got me really excited for Rockstar to see what Rockstar really have done um, with engines and mechanics. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited. So excited. It is just shy. Well, just over being like a nine-year-old game. Oh, okay. I think it's nine years old in like yeah. three months. So less yeah. than 10 years, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a big... I'm not surprised, like, it's hitting you like that because there's a big difference between uh, GTA V to Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. I don't know how... I assume there'll be a bigger difference from... I actually don't know if there'll be that much of a difference, but it will be apparent because most people will be focused on GTA Four to GTA Six. I'm just thinking if they put what we have currently in Red Dead into GTA now, it would be like, yeah. ooh. So, yeah, yeah. I'm... I'm I'm so excited for GTA 6, dude. So excited. It's going to be good. I'm, yeah. I'm very, very interested to see what they do with it. I think for me, the biggest thing will still be how do they change the, the shooting and the movement? And I don't think they'll change it at all because that's no. what GTA is at the end of the day. And even if they could, they might look at it and say like, yeah, we could, but we might lose the identity of GTA. And would that be worth it to get somebody like me on board with the game? Probably not because GTA is huge. So... Honestly, they could do anything, and the shooting would, would, they could do anything. That game is still selling crazy. So I'm just yeah, oh, I'm very, very excited. I think it was just an excuse for me to talk about GTA Six, my last crush. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's jump into the, what's been in uh, what's been in this box. Jesus Christ, I've had a sh I've had a shit show this week. You're all over the place. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we are recording at like half past eight in the morning. True. So you know, uh, this week's dashboard, this week's news. Uh, first up, reports Microsoft free for free. Uh, industries uh to switch to halo uh to jesus christ let me try again it's been a bad it's been a bad week yeah. <laughs> report microsoft 343 uh to switch halo to unreal engine uh and they're focusing on multiplayer uh, and the report has detailed how 343 industries is reluctantly uh no reconstructing restructuring fuck it's been a bad week. Uh, the Halo franchise, following recent Microsoft layoffs, reportedly at least 95 developers were affected by the cuts. I want to let everybody know this has nothing to do with dyslexia. This is just me tired and mm. not starting my day well. Who just uh, left it to the dyslexia? Nobody no, will I'm not, letting, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not letting that happen. I'm not letting that happen this Got week. It. All right? Notably, Halo is moving uh, to Epic Games' Unreal Engine. Uh, sources familiar with the Halo Infinite development have reported that its engine slip spaces, split space, uh, caused many issues for developers due to its aging code. This includes the delay of multiplayer modes like Extraction and Assault. Uh, the first project built on Unreal uh, will be Project uh, Tatanka. A codename game uh, being developed by both 343 and Certain Affinity. Originally, Tatanka was believed to be a battle royale mode for Halo Infinite. 343 has also paused the active development of campaign-style story content for the time being. Developers were prototyping and pitching new Unreal-based Halo projects, but many of those developers have been cut. So, big move, obviously, for 343. Um, and big move for Halo moving to Unreal Engine. Again, I'm not a game developer, so I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna know the stress that this can cause. Um, but 
bro, I know how hard it is to move from Sony Vegas to Adobe Edition, <laughs> like, or yeah. whatever these programs are. This is basic stuff. Um, I imagine most people learning when they try to get into game development use Unreal, right? That's like probably the um, industry standard, I, well, or is it not? When you're learning at first, I, Unreal is definitely probably one of the options, but I know a lot of people also learn with something like Unity as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So Unreal is definitely, but Unreal has like student versions and stuff like that. So I'm sure there's a lot of people who do learn with Unreal as well. Mm. Um, but I think the the big thing with this is that Microsoft or Xbox and 343, Halo specifically, notoriously had a lot of contractors working on the game. And the problem was with contractors, limited time there, you're getting them to come in, they have to learn slip space, and by the time they're finally getting grasp on it, it's like, they're okay, right. your contractor, you gotta go. Yeah. yeah. And also moving to Unreal, I think the, the big benefit is like, hey, we want to do something, but we're not entirely sure how to do it. Let's hit up Big Bro Coalition and see what they, they do, because Coalition... <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, this, this hit up Epic themselves and be like, yo, uh, don't know how this works. Yeah, yeah. Can, can someone, you know, can someone come yeah. in and, and show us or teach us or, you know, whatever? Yeah, no, I do agree with you. But yeah, like you were going to say, so please do. Coalition. Uh, Coalition. We've seen what Coalition's been able to do with Gears 5 in particular mm. lately. That game is probably one of the best Unreal Engine 4 games. Yep. Um, I would have said probably one of the best Unreal, but I think after Fortnite came out on Unreal Five, that game looks absolutely fantastic on that. Yeah. Um, but what and that what Coalition did came out on Xbox One, right? So it wasn't even the series, and that game looked absolutely fantastic. So I'm sure I'm sure it's easier to reach out once you're working on Unreal as well, as well as it sounds like it's easier to develop content for Unreal. And we've known that Halo Infinite's had this big drought of content and all this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you'd hope that some of that would be remedied with Unreal, but who knows how much of that is the team was just making stuff, campaign content in Unreal to try and pitch a new game, right? Yep. Bro. <sighs> Can you believe it? Halo Infinite didn't pan out. Yeah. Well, Forge mode's great. Forge mode's great. I'm sure. Campaign was great. Multiplayer was great. It still didn't pan out. <laughs> still didn't pan out. Next up, Star Wars fans, hold your lightsabers close to your chest because Star Wars Jedi Survivor delayed to April 20. It's not 2023. It's April 20. It's 23. Jesus Christ, numbers. April 23rd. <laughs> April 23rd. April 23rd. God damn it. I'm struggling this week. Developers, uh, developer Respawn Entertainment and publisher Electronic Arts shared on uh, Tuesday that Star Wars Jedi Survivor is being delayed six weeks uh, to April 20. That's a 28. I was about to say, like, the article and the title say two different things. I copied the, art the title from the website from Windows Central. So... Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I did. It's been delayed six weeks to April 28th, uh, 2023. The game was previously slated to launch on March 17th, receiving a new trailer and release date at the Game Awards 2022. Quote, in order for the team to hit uh, the respawn quality bar, provided uh, provide uh, bar, provide the tip. Yeah, it does say that. Provide the team the time they need and achieve the level of polish our fans deserve. We have added six critical weeks to our uh, release schedule uh, for Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor, which will now launch globally on April 28th, Ringspawn wrote on Twitter. 
Okay. This is sad news, but good news. I mean, you know, is the it game's going to come out as polished as possible. Yeah, I was actually looking forward to this game. No, no, I'm, I don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm looking forward to it as yeah. well. I'm looking forward to it. It's, but I'm also okay with it being delayed. Oh, uh, well, don't get it twisted. I'd rather it be delayed and we get a better product than it come out earlier. But still, a little sad. Oh no, that's not in a negative way. Not in a take away from it. You there's, know, there's plenty to play. I'm good. There's there is plenty <laughs> to play. That's very true. Honestly, this month, next month, and even March is still still has a good amount of games coming out. Yeah. So. It's not that we'll be without games, for no, sure. Exactly. Uh, next up, EA reportedly cancelled single-player Apex game set in the Titanfall universe. According to a new report, a single-player game set in the Titanfall and Apex Legends universe has been cancelled by EA. The game, codename Titanfall Legends, was in development at Respawn Entertainment by 50 developers. Reportedly, EA will try and find new positions for these developers, though they will be laid off with severance if this is unable to do so. Uh, this news uh, comes after EA uh, recently cancelled both Apex Legends Mobile and Battlefield Mobile, as well as delayed Respawn's upcoming Jedi Survivor game to April 28th. Yeah, a uh, little bit of reshuffling going on over at EA. I feel like it's going on everywhere right now in our industry. Um, yeah. You're seeing it, obviously, you're seeing it over uh, uh, Xbox. Xbox, you've seen it at EA, you've seen it. E literally, every games company right now is reshuffling, restructuring, and reconfiguring what their catalogs look like and what they want uh, to do with the rest of rest of not only this year, but moving forward. Um, kind of sad to hear any sort of respawn game get cancelled, but yeah, it also tells me that the quality wasn't where it needed to be. Yeah. It's also like respawn's already working on the Respawn's working on two Star Wars games, if yes. I'm not mistaken. I right? believe so. There's this one, and then there's an FPS as well. Mm -hmm. So I could see that they're like sort of looking at everything that they're doing, and it's like they're not going to drop the Star Wars game for sure, right? Because that'll right. sell whether it's a great game or not. Yeah. And it's a Respawn FPS, so I imagine it will be a great game. Mm -hmm. uh, it is unfortunate because I do know a lot of people want more from the Titanfall universe. But I also don't think that for people who wanted Titanfall 3 that this would not have been Titanfall 3. Yeah. I don't know if you would have had a wall running and all the other goodness you want from a Titanfall game. Um, but it is it is sad to hear, and I think this pushes the possibility of ever getting a Titanfall 3 even farther out of being a reality in the near future. I don't think that will happen anytime soon. I'm okay ever. with that. <laughs> Timefall 2 was so good bro. Timefall 2 Crazy. was amazing Amazing Crazy, man I was there day one For Timefall 2 <laughs> For sure No comment No comment Moving on uh, MLB The Show Launches uh, In Game Pass Their new game MLB The Show 2023 uh, From PlayStation uh, Developer uh, Sony San Diego is launching across Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch on March 28, 2023. Uh, like the prior two entries, uh, you'll be able to play this one in Xbox Game Pass. I used to, used to get Please. excited by this. No, no, you, like, it, yeah. Bro, yeah, I don't know. It's still, every, it still makes me smile when I see Sony San Diego, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Huh. So you can play nights, even though we all, uh, this we all know we all, nice. know, we all know that Sony did not want to do this. This was one hundred percent MLB. Sand, you're putting it. This is happening. Like the sports day, and stop it, stop it. Uh, 
Uh, last piece of news. It's kind of an old piece, but I think we should still talk about it. Uh, leaked Suicide Squad screen uh, shots appear to reveal live service game with Battle Pass. Uh, so, yeah, this got leaked over on 4chan. Um, I've seen the image. We spoke about it a little bit in the Discord. If you're not part of the My Xbox and Me Discord, go and join it. Um, how, how's it making you feel, Crash? Like, we're both excited. We were both excited for this game. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm still excited. Okay. We haven't seen what it pans out to be. We haven't seen if it's actually a live service game because the Battle Pass doesn't necessarily indicate it's a live service game, right? Because, no. like, to me, live, if it's, if there's not, like, they're releasing new characters, once they're like, we're releasing new characters, that's like, okay, it's a live service game. If you're giving content for people to grind and a reason to play and get skins and all that stuff, yeah. I'm not against it. I know a lot of people are talking about like, oh, it looks like there's multiple types of currencies and it's like you're playing an RPG with multiple different types of characters. So that doesn't mean a whole lot to me either until we see what those currencies are. Because those could just be like weapon upgrades, skill upgrades, all this different character skill points and all this stuff. As a man who played Gotham Knights. Um, <laughs> okay, well, no. <laughs> what, what does WB Montreal have to do with? Uh, what you might call it? It doesn't. We're not doing that. It, it doesn't. That. Ultimately, it doesn't. You're right. You, you know the craziest thing right now? I saw your eyes scroll left to right to try and see where you're gonna connect this right now. The one thing I will say about it, like yeah. I saw people trashing the UI. Like the UI was fine. I don't. Oh, it looks like Call of Duty's UI. I'm like, okay, so there's a load of games like. A menu on the yeah. left-hand side with characters on the right. Like, I, d I didn't understand the trashing of the UI, personally. Um, made no sense to me. That that made no sense to me. I am concerned by the sheer amount of currencies and things. That worries me. Um, but, ultimately, I've learned. One screenshot don't mean anything. It doesn't make the game yeah. bad. Um, battle passes, ultimately... Yes, they can be negative, but also can give games longevity as well. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna remain optimistic, nonetheless. There's still a story in here that I'm interested to see. Yeah. And so the, yeah. the the last trailer we saw, which I assume is a cutscene straight from the game. Yeah. It was fantastic. It yes. was a great trailer. Uh, great humor in it. Great character in it. Um, until we like. We can see this in action, and we can see that the battle pass is absolutely shit, and the currencies are each a different type of currency to buy skins and all this other stuff. And it's like, okay, at that point, this is a completely trash game. But until then, I'm going to give uh, Rocksteady the benefit of the doubt with this game because I think yeah. they, I think they've earned it with their past uh, games. Agreed. So. Agreed. Well, the combat is going to be fantastic. I can already tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when I made the prediction about gameplay. I recently looked at the at the stuff they've released and they've absolutely shown gameplay like full on gameplay and it looked really good and that just slipped my mind for some reason and it's like I saw that well because I was watching a video of people complaining about this and they had gameplay yeah. in the background I'm like that screenshot does nothing for me this game still looks dope I'm still yeah. very excited for this game good Are we gonna play together ah. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's jump into Fixer Sack. Uh, remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com if you want to jump in my sack and answer some questions. Uh, also, hit us up in the Discord uh, under the Discord tab of the questions. Chris, it's a long standing tradition on the show. Don't pull your face. Yes. You never asked somebody to jump into your sack. Uh, no, but I used to. 
Back in the day, that's oh, did you really? I didn't yeah, know yeah, yeah, that's that's old school. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, first question comes from a while. Miami enters. Will anyone from the Mike Spots and Me crew be playing Persona 3 or Persona 4 Golden since they were added to Game Pass? I'd love to hear thoughts on these games, especially if you've already played Persona 5 Royale. I've downloaded both on my Xbox. Uh, can I ask you a question? Why bother? Bother. Because I wanted to just prove that there was a download done. Got it. Okay. When these got announced, okay. I did it. Um, I respect that. Because I, I that. want them to know that people have downloaded it. You know they can see I, if people have played it. They, I know, but it makes me feel better. Okay, I did my cool. bit. I did yeah, my cool. bit. Not pressing you anymore. That's fair. As long as you can watch it, that's my, fair. I downloaded Persona 5 that's as cool. well. I did yeah. my bit. Nah. Yeah. Persona 3, absolutely not. Persona 4 Golden, maybe once I retire. And Persona 5 mm. this year. <laughs> I promise I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I just don't have time, you know I mean? These games are so yeah. big and we have so much to cover. Um, yeah, no, no. I have no, not those, not especially not those two. But on, on a serious note, Persona 5, I'd love to get to this year seriously i would so if there is yeah. ever a lull period i think that will that will slot in um at some point but no way i don't have time to play all of those games yeah um i want to play both of these games i was actually almost going to start one of them i asked two friends one of my friends said start with persona 3 because i asked which ones I, which one i should play and i had another friend that said there's been a rumor forever going around that persona 3 uh is getting remake it's mm. getting a remake um and then he also mentioned that there is a modded version of persona 3 that mixes the two versions because portable and a definitive edition or the original one have different levels of content okay. and there's a mod out there that mixes the best of both of them as far as i'm aware something along those lines so i need to look more into that to decide how exactly i want to play it i think i'll give it until the next persona event is which i forgot exactly when they do it in the year but they do have their yearly uh persona convention or whatever yeah. Uh, so I'll wait until then before I make a decision on it. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, next up from Origin Cookie Man, who says, At the end of last year, Xbox delivered a one-two punch uh, combo of new IP, uh, IP releases, Impentiment and High on Life. Then, with recent Shadow Drops, the Extend uh, combo one-two-three and released and released a Hi-Fi Rush. Now, with a notable uh, first-party RP due to release in uh, the coming months, Feb, Atomic Heart, that's not first-party, uh, March, nothing, April, Minecraft Legends, May, Redfall, my question is, how long can they maintain this monthly first-party release rate before dropping the combo? Uh, how can anyone else compete with this release schedule? So just to just to, to, to clarify, high on life, not first party, either. Yep. Uh and Atomic Heart, not first party. Both exclusive no, Atomic Heart isn't. High on life exclusive, but will eventually come to PlayStation. We know that for a fact. Um They've all come out on Game Pass, but they're not first party IPs. Got so, it, yeah, but isn't Atomic Heart exclusive? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was exclusive. No, 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 no. Just coming to Game Oh, Pass. yeah. It comes out to PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're right. Just comes Absolutely to Game Pass. Um, yeah. Cool so, no one fixed no system about Xbox. 
oh, look, bro, I'm not. People think, <laughs> generally, yeah, people think that I've lost touch. I have not. I'm still out here. I just, I'm a very, I've become very busy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, 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 I still, I still keep up on my shit, man. I still keep up on my shit. Um, I, the combo's already ended because it never started. When it comes to first party, we yeah. had Pentiment, and then we had Hi-Fi Rush, and then we'll have Minecraft Legends, and then we'll have Redfall. Look, ultimately, I, I think to ex- I would love to get Xbox to a place where they were releasing a first party exclusive in Game Pass once every... I think to not be greedy, once every three months would be good. Yeah, I I think their pacing right now is really good. I think uh, March is supposed. To, they technically have something for March as well with um, Elder Scrolls Online, correct? Yes. Yes, I I think their pacing right now is really good. You had um, Pentiment into High on Life, into the next thing they they do, which is Minecraft Legends, into Redfall, include, and then you also have Elder Scrolls Online, which is multi platform. You can do that with what you will, and then the next best thing. Best thing the next thing that they're releasing is uh, Starfield. So I think regardless, yeah. like I think they have a really good pace, but I don't think they have a year, uh, every month pace. And then I also think with competing, when you're talking about competing with first parties, it's not necessarily how many you put out, but the draw quality. that those get. It's the quality, right? Yeah. It's got to be the quality. Quality over quantity and all day long. The best thing they've released as far as like the zeitgeist of gaming, I feel like has been, at least for my time online, has been high on life. Yes. It's the one that I've seen get the most talk about. I've seen it. Uh, I said high on life. I didn't even mean high on life. Oh. Although high on life definitely is up there I as well. I high on life. But I meant from first party, not even like exclusive. Oh, okay. Aspects. Sorry. Hi-Fi Rush. Yes. Uh, the amount of people I've seen praising that game and talking that game, even people who aren't Xbox people as far as like I've seen online, they've been very onto that game. Whereas with Pentiment, it's like I've seen it get critical acclaim, but not that same type of love, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I, I think, I think we'll see where it goes, but I think Xbox has a pattern down and I don't think hitting a monthly one is necessarily what they have to do. I do think they need some big quality ones there, but even then I think Xbox is like doing fine as they're doing right now. Right. Absolutely. I just don't, this, I'm sure it isn't meant to come across like this, but it does feel like a loaded question because it is very, it's very, um, when are they going to drop? It's like, well, no, like they, they don't, they need to get into a healthy release schedule and games are hard to develop and things are going to slip. But that's why I say that once every three, three months, if we got an exclusive once every three months of the same quality um, as Hi-Fi Rush, which who knows what Minecraft Legends will be and who knows what Redfall will be. Not everything's going to be for everybody. Like, Pentiment. Yeah. I had no interest. It doesn't, not even in the slightest, but that doesn't stop it from being a 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, Pretty. yeah. Um, and how can anybody else compete with this release schedule? I, I don't think anybody can. And I think that's what Xbox are going for. When, it, when in terms of, if they can get an exclusive out once every three months for the next how many years, I don't think there's any game studio out there that can compete on that level when it comes to release and stuff, but when it comes to quality, Xbox are still not the place to go for your AAA, uh, big budget, story-driven, graphically-driven games. They're not They're not there yet. And that's still what the 
the the hardcore gamer ones that we're still me i'm still sitting here waiting for xbox to be able to compete with and i say it on this podcast way too often and people are probably bored of it last of us and and uncharted like like those two games specifically because those are big series that have now had critical success outside of gaming as well like whether you like it or not the uncharted movie did decent and there are people out there that enjoy it from a not from a gamer's perspective and i think that's what xbox needs to start doing they need to start building they've got to start building ips that are bigger they've got to, uh, they've got to get the games right first but then i want them to go bigger than just gaming i i think they went bigger we had a uh, halo tv show where they showed master chief's ass uh-huh uh-huh yeah <laughs> yeah he slept with an alien it was crazy crazy story they dropped the ball so hard with that, especially after watching uh, Last of Us. It's like you go back and you look at Halo, and it's like, how? How do you drift this far away from what should have been like one of the first big video game ad- adaptations as f- as far as getting serialized? Dude, I feel like you ain't gonna tell me. I'm a Resident Evil fan. True, they get it wrong every time. Very true. Every time, and then they had the audacity to come out the other day saying, "Oh yeah, we want to make a sequel." Hell no! Ain't nobody want to see no sequel. You wanna know the problem with Resident Evil is that the the material just does so well regardless of if it's good or not. I think the fans are just that like dedicated yeah, to it. Yeah, we're fucking idiots. We we go to the cinema and watch this shitty film and then they go, Wow, let's make money. Yeah. Let's do it again. Might as well. It keeps making money. I ain't you know, they go and they support it and it's so niche that you don't get like the negative headlines popping up that often that they're like oh people must just love it nah they, they're definitely negative headlines i've read a few so <laughs> yeah but you uh, read them because you're a resident evil guy they don't come out like i've like tv shows like the halo stuff even when i stopped watching i kept like finding headlines for it i've never seen a negative headline for a resident evil tv show no 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 the films the films not the tv show the films oh the, fi- the films yeah. are like the Netflix one? The new no, there's a new no, you dude, you're so behind. Okay, I'm so out of it, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. No, bro, bro. There was a new film that came out not too long ago. Like Oh was, wow, I didn't even know this. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was the had, Netflix it had stuff. The, it had the big guy from um Umbrella Academy in it and mm, no. Yeah. Yeah, you missed this. I didn't know this. Oh, there was wow. a whole film okay, that okay, came okay. out, bro. It was promising. It, it had like a really good cast and it was still shit. Yeah, it has. It has. They tried. Unfortunate. But, yeah. yeah uh last question this week uh because i forgot to watch the trailer for the other one uh jesus uh, garcia says with the critical success of hi-fi rush and Penman, the idea of major xbox studios such as obsidian and tangle tingle tango uh making smaller games that go straight to game pass allows them to really stretch their creativity muscles without too much risk this is a great idea that we may see more of what first party studio would you like to see do this i think 343 should attempt this especially given their recent struggles oh i like this question very good question yeah i you know i would make the argument that 343 was in the perfect position to do this with new halo stories and dlc for infinite and obviously i don't think that's happening anytime soon with the way that studio's restructuring um i would have said i would love for the coalition to do and there's been rumors that they're making a smaller game uh but i think there was a rumor recently from it was either jeff grubb or jez corden and i can't remember which one it was that apparently that got canceled as well 
Um, so that's a big disappointment. I think the problem with some of these smaller games is when you're in a time right here where like tech's going down, it's like, what are you going to cancel first? You're going to cancel the smaller game, right? Yeah. Because the bigger game's guaranteed to draw more money in and more uh, hold people's attention for longer, fortunately. Um, um, yeah, I would love to see, I'd love to see the correlation do something outside of Gears. Always. Yeah. I've said this multiple times on the podcast. I'd love to see what they could do. Um, Mainly on a new IP, if I'm being honest with you. I think the... I love Gears. Gears is my favorite... I think Gears is my favorite franchise in the whole Xbox ecosystem. Um, it's the reason I fell in love with Xbox. It's the reason I fell in love with online gaming. It's the reason I fell in love with competitive uh, gaming. Going back to my MLG days and trying to get on leaderboards like that. Like Gears is, is, is a beloved franchise for me. So I never want to see that go away. But... I would love to see that studio make something because they've 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 got the gameplay when it comes to like cover based shooters. Like yeah. imagine like something that isn't as as fast paced as Gears, a little bit slower. Um, I think that would be cool. I want them to go into like a completely different direction. I don't want oh, them okay. to even make a third person shooter. I just want to see like what can they do when they go into a different genre of game? Because I think they are a talented enough studio from what we've seen uh, to really knock it out of the park. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, It's a hard one, man. It's a hard one because I, like, I look at, I look at what we've got coming, right? Like you could, you could say, you could say about a lot of studios, to be honest with you, um, that Xbox have, like you could see them doing all sorts of things. Again, even like, I wish Bethesda would make. Would I wish. Dope. I wish Bethesda would make a smaller, a smaller game. Like I, obviously yeah. they're known for making Fallout, Elder yeah. Scrolls, I, do, do, do. but a smaller game. I'm sure there's a I team mean, in there that are like, I need to. I need to make something else. Yeah. I mean, also like technically the smaller version of Bethesda games now. Obsidian's, Obsidian's yeah. making them, which is they're still like 40 hour games, and like you could argue they're not really small. No. But in comparison, smaller. Guess. Yeah. Um, I th to be honest, I think any studio, if I'm being honest with you, uh, making a smaller game that's sort of outside of what we normally know them for, I think would be very, very dupe. Uh, dope. Dope. Look, we're already seeing um, it from Playground, right? Like, Playground yeah. are doing it currently as we speak, which, whether that's got its highs or lows, we don't know. We don't, that's the, it's not the smallest side of things, but it's, it's yeah. a whole, uh, such a risk. It's such a risk, but... Um, yeah, man, yeah. I think Xbox are in a really healthy position. Really, really healthy. I'd like to see id do something that's not Doom. Yeah. I, I think id would be very cool. A lot of a lot of the studios that they have now, especially the ones that we've gotten from Bethesda, where we've normally seen them just sort of churning out mm -hmm. similar content, not in a negative way, but always very samey from what they put out. I'd love to see a lot of those studios be like, hey, we're going to tackle a six to ten hour game, and it's going to be way outside of our comfort zone of what we normally put out. I think that could be very cool. Because, like, yeah. look at Tango, what Tango did. I think that's the perfect example, because Hi-Fi Rush is so out of let feel from them yep. that, like, I think almost anything any other studio would put out would be more in line with what they were doing as opposed to what uh, Tango put out, and they absolutely knocked it out of the park. Agreed. Absolutely agree. Crash, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here, dude. Uh, what you got to plug this week? What do you have to plug this week? You. I'm sitting here listening to this podcast and hearing Matt and you go, ah, oh, the YouTube channel. What have you got to plug? What are you working on? What are you up to? How's life? Like, what's going on? 
twitch.tv forward slash mcfixer you can see a good buddy of mine uh, role play some gta if you haven't seen that before did i do it right amazing amazing uh remember to follow me at mcfixer uh follow crash at crash it plays on twitter um bug him on twitter to come back to streaming i miss him streaming i miss being able to look on twitch but what are you doing and they'd be like ah let's play this and just jump into a discord call bug him everyone i need you all to bug him we don't care don't if his life me. doesn't match up for it we just tend to bug don't just bug do me it. bug him bug him please 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 tweet him to start streaming again i miss it do you miss it do i miss it i don't know maybe Different podcasts. You'll never know. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Until podcast. next time, we'll love you, leave you. See you all later. Keep being amazing and good boy.